Hey guys, I am really excited to introduce to you uh, my friend Marissa Deschanters. We have a beautiful conversation in this episode about healing and marriage and what God has done for her marriage, what he can do for you and your marriage. We look at all the things uh, about normalizing the struggles in marriage and what it means it looks like to find an accountability partner and how God will show up for you if you are willing to let him. It really truly is a beautiful story. Let's dig in. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the grace-fueled wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the grace-fueled wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Now, before we get into her story, I just wanted to give you a quick bio. Marissa is a family-focused wife and mom who wants nothing more than to see other families strengthened for the kingdom of God. After nine years working in the pharmaceutical industry, she finally submitted her plans to God and re- resigned from her career to stay home and raise her children. Even though she never intended to go this route, she's enjoyed reconnecting with her husband and homeschooling her children for the past two and a half years. Leaving the pharmacy was never in Marissa's plans, but after her firstborn suffered from a vaccine injury, she started looking for solutions and asking questions. The Lord started to reveal some things to her about her career that were no longer in alignment with who he was molding her to be. God introduced her to a naturopathic doctor who opened her eyes to a whole new world of medicine, holistic medicine. When Marissa isn't hiking through nature trails with her boys, she runs the Christian Wives and Moms Facebook group, as well as blogging her experience on her website, Marissa Desh, that's D-E-S-H dot com. The blog focuses on three main topics from a Christian perspective, holistic health, gentle parenting, and tips for a thriving marriage. Marissa's mission is to spread awareness of how the benefits of holistic health can upgrade your body, mind, and home, giving glory to God and strength to the kingdom. She wants you to know the authority you have in Christ and as an empowered wife and mom ready to advocate for yourself and your family in every, every area of life. Marissa knows what it feels like to hit rock bottom in her life and in her marriage. She wants you to know that no matter how dark it may feel right now, our God is bigger and if he can create a miracle for her, he can do it for you so beautiful guys i told you let's jump in as she starts with a prayer and shares her story because i always just want to make sure we are showing up 
to in service to God and mm, not yes. that because it's so easy to get on here and be like, yes, girl, yes, and be, you know, all, and, and that's great and fun, but I really do just, I am not sharing my story in vain. And some days it's still hard to even say things about it because the wounds are still real, you know, even though I've healed and given it to God, it doesn't mean it still doesn't haunt me some days, right? And so it's hard to show up sometimes. Um, so just, if we can just pray really quickly, yeah. I would just love to just go ahead. Father, thank you so much for um, allowing us to have this platform um, to show up in a way that brings glory and honor to your name and in a way that strengthens families for your glory. God, we know that you love marriage. We know that you love families and we know that the devil hates that. And so God, we are showing up here today and every day in service to you. We pray that something was said um, that can help a mom or a wife somewhere who feels alone, who feels like you've forgotten her, God. God, you haven't forgotten her. You are right there with her. We know that you love her. We know that you are for her. We know that you are for her family. You are for her marriage. And if she will just give you her yes, you will show up and make things miraculously new in your time. So God, I pray that you will just use myself and my new friend, that you will just use our, our, our platforms, God, as we are linking arms together in this new venture, that we will just bring more families to your throne room. We thank you in advance for the miracles you're about to do. We thank you for loving us and we just praise your name. All these things we ask in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Amen. Why don't you tell us about, I know you were sharing briefly a story how God has redeemed your marriage. Yes. So why don't you tell us about that and, and you know, whatever it is that you feel comfortable sharing in that, in that story. Sure. Yeah. So the whole reason why I started to share my story is because uh, I had women coming to me um, who had been in the same place where I was. And the only reason they were coming to me, like I'm talking about close friends, is because I had shared with them what I had gone through. Mm -hmm. They would have not known to come to me had I not shared with them what I'd gone through. And it was so hard for me to share with people on a public platform because um, I was afraid. I was afraid what people would say. Certain people in my family didn't necessarily know um, because it's very, you know, when this happens, it's very hush-hush. You're almost uh, embarrassed to talk about it. And um, basically what happened was me and my husband, we got married at what we we think it was a young age. It was like we were 23, 24. We had no guidance on what a marriage, a Christian marriage was supposed to look like. Um, and so he and I both agreed that we both came into the marriage very immature, very self-centered on pleasing ourselves and not showing up in a way to serve our spouse. Mm -hmm. And that led to a lot of bitterness, a lot of resentment, and a lot of, um, you go over there and do your thing. I'm gonna go over here and do my thing. And, you know, we were basically roommates for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and so that lasted for a few years and I could feel us growing apart. And a few years ago, it, it got so bad to where um, he was unfaithful in the marriage and it, we hit rock bottom. Um, I didn't know if we were going to be married from day to day. It was just really bad. 
um, we had two small children. I was nursing, I was working, I was uh, trying to pump at work. And so there was all kinds of stress and just life was just crazy. And I felt like God had forgotten me. I felt like I was alone. I felt like there was nobody out in the world who could understand what I was going through. And I didn't have anybody to talk to. There was nobody in my corner that I could, that I could call or, or reach out to and say, hey, I'm going through this. What do I do? And I know that the, I put this in air quotes, the Christian thing to do would be to read your Bible, talk to God about it. And while I was doing those things, I had no actual tangible step-by-step guidance on how to heal the trauma that I was going through. Like I, I needed somebody to literally hold my hand, link arms with me and pull me up off the floor and say, look, you need to get yourself together because I was blaming myself for a lot of the things that had happened in my marriage. And so it was just a cycle, a vicious cycle that the devil was using uh, to keep me down and keep me burdened and broken. And it wasn't until I told a close friend what had happened to me and she said, I know somebody that can help you. If you will allow me to share your story with this person, she can help you. And I was like, at that point, I didn't even care. I was like, tell whoever you want. I don't even care because I was so just in a place of just brokenness where I didn't really care who knew anything. I was done being embarrassed. I was like, I, I just need help. So I got a text on my phone one day, randomly out of the blue. And it was from a person, a number that I didn't have saved in my phone. And it was, a, a, I, I, at the end of the day, I knew who it was because she told me, but when she initially texted me, she laid out her whole entire testimony to what had happened in her home and her marriage, how she almost uh, lost her marriage. She was looking into divorce. She was looking to taking her kids and leaving. And she told me all the details of what had happened. And I was like, there's no way because I knew who she was and I knew who I knew what her marriage looked like on the outside. And I knew the love that her husband gave her and it was a beautiful thing. And my mind was blown. I was like, how in the world all of this happened to you and you guys are at this place? You went through the fire and now you're over here shining and showing up in service together as a couple. And I was just like, this is unbelievable. And she told me something that I will never forget. She said that we do not go through things just to go through things. We go through things so that we can reach back through the fire and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I remember just sobbing because she didn't know me very well. She knew who I was. She knew who my family was, but we didn't know each other. We weren't close, but she poured her heart out to me. She poured her testimony out to me in a way that I could relate. And because I saw where she was in her life and in her marriage, it gave me hope. And I didn't have hope before. It gave me something to cling to. And it gave me a tangible thing that I could say, okay, God, if you can do it for her, then surely you could do it for me. And it was in that moment that I remember hearing God say, this is why this is happening, because you're going to have to, you're going to have to reach back through the fire and help somebody else. And I remember thinking, who am I to help somebody get through their marriage? I'm not a marriage counselor. I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I, you know, who am I? That, that was, you know, and I know, I recognize now that was just a lie uh, that the enemy was telling me, but for almost three years, I didn't, I didn't tell anybody. 
even after she helped me and she was ministering to me and helping me get back to where I wasn't feeling like a worthless human being, I still didn't tell anybody. I still had that pridefulness about myself that I was like, no, nobody needs to know, you know, what happened. But I realized that that same friend, that middle person who I told, who then told her, when she came back, it was like full circle. When she came back to me and she said, look, I know you probably don't want to hear this, but me and my husband are looking into getting a divorce. And she told me the whole thing and she, and she was like, there's nobody that I can talk to. Mm-hmm. And I, I got, I remember feeling so angry because I was like, why is there no one that we can talk to when this happens? Just because we're Christians, just because we have faith in Jesus doesn't mean that we're immune to trauma. doesn't mean that Satan doesn't sneak in and do things. When you bring two imperfect people together, there's bound to be something that happens, right? And so why are we as a church, why are we hiding this and sneaking it under the rug and pretending like it doesn't happen? It happens. We need to put something in place to where these women can reach out and, and, And when someone's hurting, when you're in that place of just despair and you're under spiritual attack and somebody needs help, why are we not surrounding these women and covering them in prayer and telling them you are worth it? Jesus does love you. This is not your fault. You can redeem your marriage if this is something that the Lord is telling you to do. Why aren't we, why aren't we rallying around women to do that? It's such a thing that gets me so fired up because women are suffering in silence. I suffered in silence and it shouldn't be that way. So I gladly share. I tell people, look, my marriage is wonderful and beautiful and happy and thriving now, but it wasn't always this way. And that's really all in a nutshell. (laughs) I love, love, as you're talking, I'm like the, I'm crying because I was writing notes, right? And so, so much of what you said resonated with me because so much of you, what you said was like, yes, that's, you know, that's exactly how I felt or, or at least um, what God put on my heart. That's why I started the podcast yeah. is because I felt like the same way. Who am I to tell women about their marriage? Who am I? And God spoke a very specific word over me, which was, you will impact thousands with your story. And I'm like, okay, God, what story? Like, am I supposed to start a blog? You know, and so eventually I started the podcast, but it's really for things like this, because other women, and I'm for, we can discuss this later, but I'm not going to use your name if you don't want, you know what I mean? Like, I will have certain things where I'll make public who the person is, but in case you know, for privacy reasons, yeah. but just, it doesn't matter, essentially, right? It doesn't matter right. is who, what that person's name is or who they are, but yeah. just that God did it for them and he can do it for me. He's done it yes. for them and he could do it for me. And yes. not just, oh, he did it for B because she had blah, blah, blah. No, I don't have anything any more special than anybody else. And it's like, you're saying like, we keep it quiet yes. and we don't tell anybody because we're shamed to let people know what's going on at home when it's like, but if we keep it quiet, then nobody else knows. Like we're not normalizing the fact that 
you know, marriage is difficult. We're not normalizing the fact that, like you said, two imperfect people have come together and Satan's going to come right in. He's going to try to tear it apart as best he can. And so if we try to normalize that a little bit and not to say we should settle for that, but just normalize it and say, okay, guys, it happens. No problem. Let's move past it. God can come in and step in and heal my marriage and your marriage and yours and yours. And there's no end to his healing power in that. There's no end to his grace. And that was just so good. Um, Some of the things that resonated with me as well was uh, how we keep things hush, hush. Mm. Uh, You're feeling that God has forgotten me is I just, ladies, I say this, God has not forgotten you. If you are listening right now and you're under the sound of my voice, he has not forgotten you. He has a plan and a purpose for you and everything you're going through right now. And if he has called you to work on this marriage and has give some time to him, spend some time with him and ask him, is he, is he going to redeem your marriage? Is he going to be there? And I believe that he can. And also you were talking, there's so much value in, um, uh, well, before that, the feeling of being roommates with your spouse where everything looks like it's okay on the outside was just like oh because we know how i know how that is i think anybody listening right now who's who's had some trouble in their marriage can resonate what it feels like when you when your spouse is your roommate and sometimes not even a good roommate it might (laughs) even be that crazy roommate you had in college like sometimes it's what you feel like and you're like god please don't 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 i don't want to kill him we have children. There we go. That wouldn't be right. Please help me. <laughs> so there's that. And then the value of sharing your story, like you said, you know, the value of, of, of having somebody to reach out to. And yeah. so, which is why now I'm like, okay, well, all right, God, I'm, I'm doing this. I started the podcast. I want to have, to give women a platform, like if you know that you've been called to save that God is called, it's going to save your marriage. And you know that you've been called to, to this marriage. And I say all the time, I'm not talking about a marriage where there's physical abuse or any sort of thing like that. That's something different. But yeah. a lot of times it's not the case. Like right. a lot of times there's nothing wrong with our husband, right. the person, he's not mm-hmm. a bad guy. We mm-hmm. just aren't getting along. And, and I'm talking to that woman because I believe that's most of who's listening. Mm-hmm. That's where she's at. And so if God has called you to be in a place like that, I feel like he, at at this point, has called me to be that person that you could reach out to, that one-on-one who's been there, you know, who has other, you know, who knows of other women who's been there, who can really speak encouragement and life into somebody. And I just wanted to share the value of that. And then um, also we go through things so we can go through the fire and pull someone else out. Mm. And I'm going to say it again, because when you said it it was so powerful and I didn't want to interrupt you, but what your friend told you that we go through things so we can go through the fire and pull someone else out. So for anybody listening to this episode right now, know that you, your trials today are for a purpose. They're for a reason. God works everything out for the good of those who love him. So he's not having you suffer for no reason. He's not having you suffer for, you know, needlessly. That's not what our God does. And so know that 
he's called pulled he's pulled me through the fire he's pulled you through the fire right right and he wants us to hold out our hand and do the same for somebody else and i think that is so powerful is you have someone right here right now saying i'm extending my hand to you to pull you through this fire to walk you through it you know let's talk let's walk through it everybody's situation is different but we can do that together and that's i what i you know i feel like a part of the calling on, on my life has been uh one of the things that you were saying is you didn't know where to start right okay and i think that's another really um important piece so talk to me about that like you didn't know where to start so what did you do were you just suffering in silence like what did that look like for you um so as far as knowing where to start i had never seen a marriage go through anything and mm -hmm. then come out well i've seen people get divorced i've seen people separate and just not come back together and reconcile but i never i had never seen anybody go through it and then come out on the other side praising god for it so in that instance i didn't know what to do i felt like for me divorce wasn't an option because it mean like you said he wasn't abusive he wasn't an alcoholic or he wasn't you know doing anything to cause me bodily harm so it's not like i had to just find a way to leave i wanted to get help i just didn't know where to turn to get help from and mm. so um and that's that man that really i have i have the hardest time not crying telling the story because i know that if i had someone that said okay here here's a counselor or here's this book or here's this podcast or here's this person who's been there just something to where i didn't feel alone in that because everybody in my immediate circle had the perfect marriage you know they had it all together and and you know i can't go to this person and ask for help because they're not going to understand what i'm going through and or so you thought they had the perfect marriage. so i thought yes right. and so and so you know it it's all it's all really a jumbled mess when i think about it but the lord really sent people into my life because i remember being on the floor in my bedroom just crying and asking him why 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 is this happening to me and what can i do about it mm -hmm. and he sent people to me that text message came out of the blue nowhere mm -hmm. uh, you know just one day and and then after that, I remember talking to a friend who, who lives in Georgia. She's a pastor's wife. And then the next week I had three or four books sent to me from Amazon from her house. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was just books about resentment and forgiveness and just different things that she knew that I was feeling. And it wasn't some big monumental magical moment that happened. It was just when I made the decision in my heart and said, Lord, this is your marriage and I'm giving it to you. I need your help. When I surrendered it over to him and said, yes, when he had my yes, that's when all of the miracles started unfolding on their own. Mm -hmm. It's nothing that I did. I, I didn't know what to do, but I know that I'm not perfect. And I know that the things that happened in my marriage weren't solely because my husband, I know that I had a lot to, to do with that. Mm -hmm. 
And so when I stopped focusing on what he did to me or why he would do what he did or the things that he said, and I, I brought it back to me and God, and I mm-hmm. said, God, this is yours. He did the rest. He led me to the right people. He led me to the right counselor. He led me to the right everything. And I think that's so important for, for anybody that you have to get the focus off of your husband. Your husband is not the enemy. God loves marriage. Marriage was the first, first union that he created. And for us to realize that God loves marriage so much, we have to fully understand that because he loves it, Satan hates it. Satan is going to do whatever he can to put those thoughts in your head, to make you think, feel, or say a certain way that maybe it isn't even reality, but you think it. So now it becomes a reality. He's going to do whatever he can. So we've got to get out of our own echo chamber of thoughts and get somebody in front of us that can be a sounding board for what we're thinking and what we're feeling. That's so important. Do not sit in a space where you're just alone and having all these thoughts about things. Talk it through with somebody that you trust. Don't go airing your business out all over social media. Get with somebody that you can trust and just say, look, I need to talk. And let them be a sounding board. That was one thing that my counselor did tell me. I did go to a Christian counselor and she said, you need to find somebody that can be your accountability partner. Not, not your girlfriend that you go shopping with somebody that uh, she said, preferably that has been married longer than you. And that has been down some hard roads before. And so when I found that person and I told that person what was going on in my life, just Having a sounding board really helped, especially on the days where I felt really insecure about myself, felt like he was wrong and I was right and he should listen and, you know, all this other stuff. It, it helps so much to have some person that you can trust to talk to about it. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be anybody on this podcast, but find somebody in your circle that you can trust. That was crucial for me. Um, and I really feel like once that I let this out into the light it didn't have any power over me anymore wow as long as i held it in and kept it in secret the devil used it to keep me down and keep me burdened and that's so important put it out into the light so it doesn't have any power over you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I mean, there's a lot of things that I did along the way. I I saw a counselor alone. My husband and I saw a counselor together. We had pastoral counseling. Um, We talked to our family members, uh, different family members that we felt needed to be involved. It's it's all going to be unique to your specific situation. So I can't sit here and say you need to do A, B, and C, but the main thing is you've got to surrender it to God. Right. And if you can get somebody in your circle that is for your marriage, Make sure they are for your marriage. Mm -hmm. That, I mean, there's no way that you can fail. If God is telling you to work on your marriage, there's no way you can fail. So let that be an encouragement to anybody listening because I love my husband so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been through a lot. We're, We're about to celebrate eight years of marriage in a couple of days. And for me to sit here and say that now, is unbelievable because the person that I was two or three years ago, you know, day to day, is he going to come home and, and, and we're going to have a fight and he's going to leave. You know, I would think those things day to day. So looking back to where I was, to where I am now, it's, that was God. Yeah. And who am I? 
just a mama living in South Mississippi with two little kids, uh, you know, <laughs> just who am I? So he can show up and do it for anybody. You just have to give him your yes. He won't do it for you unless you give him your yes first. You have a free will. So surrender that free will and let him work a miracle in your life. Oh, so good. It's like <laughs> mic drop right there. Cause there was so many, like, you're right. We are with the accountability partner is one, you know, somebody like you said, not your girlfriend who's going to be like, Oh no, he didn't. It was. Yes. <laughs> And you're yes. like, um, yeah, I can do that just all on my own. Very exactly. well, thank you very much. I <laughs> yes. need somebody who's, who's going to be a neutral party. And that's mm -hmm. really important. And that was so wise of your um, therapist. Because I, I think almost that's like the one of the differences between this, like, a, a, you know, a counselor and a coach. And, and that's something that a coach can do is be that uh, accountability yes. partner. Yes. Um, you know, somebody who's neutral, who like you've chosen, you know, yes, I, I yes. appreciate your perspective. And, and I, and I feel that there's a, a certain amount of trust here and who's going to keep what you guys say confidential, whereas yeah. a counselor is going to work on things that are a little bit more deep rooted and, and right. counseling is amazing. And right. we had done that too. But a lot of times, you know, you can go on your own, but husband doesn't want to go. Mm. And so, you know, where are you there? And the other part of taking the focus off your husband and I say this all the time we can't change our husbands we want mm -hmm. them but we can't, <laughs> we can't change them right. but we can change ourselves you know and we can change ourselves like you said with our yes and um with just surrendering that to God and, and allowing him to do the change in us and we can actually do the work for for what he has us doing and then let him like you said let him do all everything else everything else falls into place after it that just falls into place. yeah yes. it's so awesome i mean i it's almost like i feel because for me it was a little different i all these all the resources all the books and the things there was no podcast back then but all the the i mean we were i was still listening to like books on cd it was before audible <laughs> even it's just you know, but everything's it's, it's the same thing. It started coming to me. And so now I'm like, okay, awesome. I have this library of resources that I yeah. can now give to women and say, you don't know where to start. Cool. Let's talk, you know, let's, exactly. let's figure out where you are in your journey. And I'm going to give you a tool that you can start with. Exactly. But if I give, you know, if I say these 10 books, which yeah, sure. I could put that on a blog post, read these 10 books. People are going to be like, mm, you have a quick mm -hmm. note. Yeah. <laughs> 10 books. Right. But it's just so, so important. That was really such, such a beautiful story. So thank you so much for thank you sharing that. So thank you guys. I just really appreciate everybody listening and listening to this beautiful, beautiful story. Thank you so much. Hold up before you go. Don't forget, this is your last day to go ahead and enter for the giveaway. We are celebrating 1000 downloads. Hello. Well, it's way past that now, but we're celebrating that. So go ahead and enter for the giveaway. You have a pretty good chance of winning. I'm just saying. So how to win, post a review, a written review, screenshot it. You can even screenshot it before you submit because it takes a little while actually to upload. So screenshot that, post it to your IG stories and tag me at the Grace Fields Wife. See you there. Hey love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value, 
In today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.